Section 11 of Pantrophion. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Pantrophion by Alex Soyer. Plants used in seasoning. We will point out, as briefly as possible, those plants mostly used in the kitchens of the ancients to heighten the flavor of their dishes or to give them a particular taste, according as the dish or fancy might require it. In them especially lies the secret of those irritamia gulfs, or excitements of the palate, which Apicius brought so much into fashion poppy the seed of this plant was offered fried at the beginning of the second course and eaten with honey sometimes it was sprinkled on the crust of a kind of household bread covered with white of eggs some of it was also put into the panda or pap intended for children perhaps to make them sleep the sooner sesame this seed was used in nearly the same manner as the poppy and it occupied a distinguished rank among the numerous dainties served at dessert certain round and light cakes were covered with this seed the romans brought sesame from egypt sow thistle this plant furnished a kind of milk which was sometimes drunk sometimes various kinds of meat were seasoned with it it was afterwards given up to rabbits and there is every probability that they will retain undisputed possession of it orac few vegetables have been more exposed to injurious accusations pythorgus reproaches it with causing a livid paleness dropsy and the in those persons who eat it nevertheless a greedy curiosity introduced it into the catalogue of culinary preparations and the guests of apicius tasted more than once the fatal orac without knowing its pernicious properties history does not say that they suffered any pernicious effects from it this plant is also eaten like spinach and mixed with sorrel to soften its acidity rocket persons about to undergo the punishment of the whip were recommended to swallow a cup of wine in which rocket had been steeped it was asserted that this draw rendered pain supportable and again that this plant taken with honey removed the freckles which sometimes appear on the face whatever may be the degree of credence accorded to these two recipes this vegetable enjoyed some reputation among the ancients who mixed the wild and the garden rocket together so as to temper the heat of the one by the coldness of the other fennel it was employed but seldom in the preparation of dishes or pastry 
but it was believed that the juice of its stalk had the property of restoring or strengthening the sight dill this plant which according to the ancients weakened the eyes was much renowned for its exquisite odor and its stomatic qualities a much admired perfume was made from it it produced an agreeable sort of wine or liqueur and a small number of choice dishes for the enjoyment of connoisseurs owed to it the reputation they had acquired anise seed the production of an umbiferous plant which grows wild in egypt in syria and other eastern countries pliny recommends it to be taken in the morning with honey and myrrh in wine and pythagoras attributes it to eminent hygiene properties whether eaten raw or cooked hyssop the greeks the romans and before them the nations of the east believed that hyssop renews and purifies the blood this plant mixed with equal quantity of salt formed a remedy much extolled by columbia it was crushed with oil to make a liniment used as a remedy for cutaneous eruptions an excellent liqueur was obtained from it known under the name of hyssop wine and lastly this plant was used in a number of dishes which it rendered more wholesome and refreshing wild marjoram nearly the same qualities were attributed to this herb as to hyssop and it was employed still more frequently in the composition of the most delicate condiments discordes and cato made copious remarks on a much esteemed liqueur which they called wild marjoram wine savory an odiferous herb which entered into the seasoning of nearly every dish thyme besides the various culinary purposes for which the ancients used this plant they like ourselves extracted from thyme aromatic liqueurs the preparation of which will be given in another part of this work wild thyme we find it rarely spoken of by magiric writers pliny believes it to be most efficacious against the bite of serpents sweet marjoram was much employed in the isle of cyprus very little if at all in rome where they knew little more of sweet marjoram than the oil extracted from it pennyroyal the ancients entwined their wine caps with pennyroyal and made crowns of it which were placed on their heads during their repasts by the aid of which they hoped to escape the troublesome consequences of too copious libations on leaving the table a small quantity of this plant was taken to facilitate digestion pennyroyal occupied also an important place in high gastronomic combinations brew the territory of myra a city of lycia produced excellent brew 
Mithridates looked upon this vegetable as a powerful counter-poison, and the inhabitants of Hercules, suspicious, and with reason, of the villainy of their tyrant, Clearchus, never stirred from their dwellings without having previously eaten plentifully of rue. This plant cured also the earache, and to all these advantages it joined that of being welcomed with honour on all festive occasions. Mint There was formerly, no matter where or when, a beautiful young girl who was changed into this plant through the jealous vengeance of Prosperine. Thus transformed, she excited the appetite of the guests and awakened their slumbering gaiety. Mint prevented milk from curdling, even when rennet was put into it. Spanish Chamomile The Romans sometimes mixed with their drink the burning root of the Spanish chamomile, and we are astonished at meeting with the name of this formidable plant among the ingredients of some of their dishes. Cumin The condiments prepared with cumin had a very great reputation, and culinary authors frequently mention this vegetable, which the Greeks and Romans invariably used. Alisander. The same might be said of Alisander, which, in the time of Pliny, passed as a universal remedy, and which Apicius honors by naming in many of his dishes. Capers. Young buds of the caper tree, a shrub native of Asia, where the species are in great varieties. It was but little thought of at the tables of the higher classes, and therefore was left to the people. The buds of the caper are gathered and thrown into barrels filled with vinegar, to which a little salt is added. Then, by means of several large sieves made of a copper plate, rather hollow and pierced with holes of different sizes, the different qualities are separated and classed under different numbers. The vinegar is renewed, and the capers are replaced in the barrel, ready for exportation. Asafoetia This plant, which we have excluded from our kitchens, and whose nauseous smell is far from exciting the appetite, reigned almost as the chief ingredient in the seasoning of the ancients. Perhaps they cultivated a kind which in no way resembled that of modern times. If it were the same, how are we to explain the extreme partiality which Apicius shows for it, and which he says must be dissolved in lukewarm water and afterwards served with vinegar and garum? It is certainly that the resin drawn from by incision from the root of this plant is still much esteemed by the inhabitants of Persia and of India. They chew it constantly, finding the odor and taste exquisite. The neck of the root is cleared of the earth it is covered with, and replaced by a handful of herbs. At the end of forty days the summit of the root is out transversely. Then a small bundle of herbs is laid over, so as not to touch it. 
a whitish liqueur excludes from the cut and every other day it is gathered the cut is renewed until the root is quite exhausted the result of this crop is laid on leaves and dried in the sun sumac the romans made use of the seed to flavor several kinds of dishes ginger this root was known at rome under the emperors and many persons have confounded ginger with pepper although they in no way resemble each other pliny refutes this error and represents it as a native of arabia it was used with other condiments the indians grate this root in their broth or ragu they make a paste which they believe is good against the scurvy the inhabitants of madagascar eat it green in salad cut in small pieces and mixed with other herbs which they season with salt oil and vinegar in other places ginger is taken infused as a drink it fortifies the chest and awakens the appetite it is preserved in sugar after it has been stripped of its bark and soaked in vinegar delicious preserves are made of it with much perfume and which keep a very long time wormwood the egyptians had a great respect for the wormwood of taposiris no doubt on account of the medicinal properties which physicians attributed to it heliogabalus often regaled the populace with wormwood wine and the romans gave it to the victorious charioteers pliny thinks this plant so salutary that nothing more precious could have been presented to them this explanation appears to have had but little plausibility and it has been more rationally supposed that this liqueur prevented or counteracted any giddiness they might feel you can cure yourself of dizziness says strabo with the bitter leaf of wormwood the roman wormwood wine was composed in the following manner they bruised one ounce of this vegetable and mixed it with three scruples of gum as much spikenard six of balm and three scruples of saffron to which was added eighteen setiers or one hundred and eighty gallons english of old wine this mixture was left to stand some time but was not heated or subjected to any other process in pharmacy wine is made of wormwood also a syrup a preserve an extract oil by infusion an essential oil and wormwood salt it is supposed that several brewers on the continent substitute the leaves and flowers of this plant for hops in the manufacture of beer it is perhaps a calumny and we only repeat it in a whisper the leaves of wormwood are used in salad to make it more digestible and heighten the flavor they are preserved in vinegar and to season dishes lastly they are considered by some persons as a remedy and the frequent use of them to be indispensable for the preservation of their existence 
In concluding this chapter, it will be necessary to anticipate a question which naturally presents itself. Did the Romans know the art of forcing fruits, and of procuring, at one season, the various vegetables or plants which belong to another period of the year? Some verses from Marshall will leave no doubt on the subject. Whoever has seen the orchards of King Corsiris, Alcinius, dear Antilius, must have preferred thy rural habitation. Thou knowest how to preserve from the rigors of winter the purple grapes of thy vine bower, and prevent the cold frost from devouring the gifts of Bacchus. Thy grapes live enclosed under a transparent crystal, which covers without concealing them. What can a vicarious nature refuse to the industry of man? Sterile winter is constrained to give up the fruits of autumn. This curious passage gives us to understand that the Romans had hot houses, and no doubt glass bells in their orchards and gardens, to bring sooner to maturity some of those productions of the earth which, by their delicate flavor and perfume, raise the insatiable desires of a people, decidedly the greatest epicureans ever known in the history of gastronomy to the present day. End of section 11. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C.